Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Welcome, everyone. Uh, Monday, 4 p.m. EDT, and we are live, Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, before we, you know, dip into the fire, I just want to ask, how are you? I'm well, thank you, and yourself? I'm, I'm well also. I'm well, thank you, and yourself? Uh, okay, a little echo there. Just yes. um, So the mission of Corporate Talk is to use all our collaborative skills and to leave no stone unturned, to simply make a difference in the workplace, even as one person. Our companies need us now more than ever, so let's give them our A game. All right? Even as one person. Our companies need us now more than Tough day today. Um, I would ask everyone, excuse me, take a breath, settle down. Shut the TV. Um, this is where we have to hold tough and be grounded. This is where we look to the future. There's hope tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day. Yes, there is hope tomorrow. Right? Uh, we have a great. But it is a tough day. Today's a tough day. Yes. Um, we have a great show coming up. Uh, we have a fantastic guest. Um, I posted earlier that the timing couldn't be better for today's conversation and. Uh, we can get into that a little bit once uh, we engage our guest. Um, you know, there's so many things that are going on, um, and it just seems they're all kind of connected to being tough, being a bully. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and, you know, we've been working so hard to try and get away from being a bully, right? Yeah, it seems like. As long as you can put gas on someone else's fire, you can do it. And I think that's part of the toxicity that's going on out there today. So now today, everybody has a whole nother slew of uh, angry uh, sound bites to uh, discuss, right? Right. Um, I'm, I'm not getting it, right? Um, it, it, as tough as we think we are, mm -hmm. it's not working. Right. You don't fight fire with fire. We fight it with water. Um, you know, well, but when you say that, right, you have to be careful because when you say you fight it with water, it sounds like you're just kind of, you know, putting putting any passion out, which isn't necessarily the case, because when you think of water, the water can create the Grand Canyon. So, I mean, what we're looking at is coming from a different place of strength. Bullying is easy. To be a bully is easy, right? To be a bully is easy because it means you could just run over everybody. But what happens is everybody supports a bully a lot of times until they're the ones that are in the crosshairs of a bully. And you will become in the crosshairs of a bully eventually. Right. Um, everybody covertly cowers to a bully. Um, and it, it really is driving me crazy. We can do better. We can do better. And, um, you know, I, and we do do better. I forget the actor in the, the Paul Newman movie. Was it Strother Martin? What we have here is failure to communicate, <laughs> right? That's the issue. It is an issue. And that's why we're loving having our guests today because uh, it's all about communication. Uh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have these difficult conversations, and I love it. Right. There's no reason for any of this. We can do better. Yes, we And can. we're going to learn how. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to introduce our very special guest, Debbie Silverman. Debbie, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you. Oh, great. Welcome to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And thank you for being a little patient while we vent a little bit today. Um, I want to add before we start that Debbie is a human behavior specialist. 
How's that? Just what the doctor ordered, right? Yes. And president of Consumer Perspective, a consumer research company, two-time FE Award winner for marketing excellence, and an NLP practitioner, which we've learned about and have a great deal of respect for. So, Debbie, we are really happy to have you. Before you start, maybe just share some contact information so our listeners can follow along. Okay, I'd be happy to. First of all, I want to thank you both for inviting me to be on your show. I'm very excited to share some information with you guys and with your listeners. And uh, as far as my contact information, my email address is Debbie, D-E-B-B-I-E, at consumer-perspective, P-E-R-S-P-E-C-T-I-V-E dot com. And my uh, my cell number, because I'm going to ask you to text me something later if you're interested in, a, in an offer, is 954-610-1403. Excellent. Um, and the point here, everyone, is we need a teammate like Debbie in our corner. Yes, we do. And we all know why, right? Because um, we can always do a better job speaking, especially on the fly or especially when the building is burning, so to speak, right? Well, and, you know, what, De- what Debbie speaks to in her book, it's just a conversation, which we didn't talk about yet, but Debbie has co-authored a book called It's Just a Conversation, What to Say and How to Say it in Business. And there are so many times that there are times that we have to speak up and we just can't because we're not really sure how to approach a problem. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Excellent. So, um, so where should we begin? I mean, a human behavior specialist, what exactly, uh, where does that knowledge come from first? That knowledge comes from spending over 30 years observing and listening to my clients, customers, uh, and, and to really have an understanding of what motivates them, what they want. They may not always tell us what they want. They will tell us what the problems are. And I've spent, over, as I said, over 30 years uh, re- doing research for my clients and listening and being part of that conversation. So that's really what a human behavior specialist is, is somebody who really understands behavior. And, excuse me, I'd like to add that as part of behavior, you know, they always say actions speak louder than words, right? Yeah, yes. Well, I would like to add that you don't have the actions until you actually have the words. And what I mean by that is what we say to ourselves, our self-talk, and when we speak out loud to others, it's our words that we end up putting into action. Ooh, I like that. Yes, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm just digesting that. Thank you. <laughs> um, and you know what? I'll go one step further and, you know, think about if that was applied more often, right? Uh, I would have used less um, bullets in my life for sure because I tend to shoot from the hip and do the action before I speak properly. And it's partially because I guess life is moves kind of fast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess uh, some of what you can help us with is how to kind of slow down and not panic so that we can think about the right words to use. That's the challenge, I think, right? That is the challenge. And uh, as I said, a lot of it is our own self-talk as well. As you said, before you open your mouth, it's your, things are going on in your head. You're talking to yourself. You may not admit it or you may not yes. see it that way. You are. You're, you're talking to yourself. You're using certain words. And good or bad, that's what um, creates our action or our behavior. So let me give you an example. If you are in a conversation with somebody at work, and uh, you see that they're very agitated about something, they're very upset, the words that they're using, okay, are going to probably upset you as well. And if you allow it to, because it's going on in your head, you're thinking, okay, now what am I going to do with this? If you allow it to upset you, then you both get caught up in this. And it's like going through the middle of a hurricane. You don't want right, to be there. Here, here, it escalates, 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 escalates. Yeah, you're right. Right. And, and Charlie, like you were describing before about the fire. 
Yeah. It's interesting use of words because you see a lot, it sounds to me like you see a lot of conversations as heating up. <laughs> yes. And, and that you may be in the middle of that heated discussion. I don't know. So it, it's the words we, we use, again, the words we use and how we, um, how we get through that is through our conversations. And what, what I talk about in the book is the word focus. And I use that as an acronym. And the F stands for finish first, which means what is the outcome you want? What is the goal in mind? O is to observe and listen. And you also look for opportunities as the other person is speaking. You listen and you you find out where you can go from there. C is to remain calm, especially when it's a heated conversation. And to also clarify, ask questions. U is to understand that what's being described is the situation and it doesn't describe you. So Mm. U is understand that what's being said is about the situation, not about you. And the S, stay in the moment, which I think is very, very important. And this is true of any conversation. When you stay in the moment, you're actually listening and, and paying attention to what the other person is saying instead of, thinking ahead of what you want to say or making sure you get your point in. Oops, did we lose? I think we might have lost Debbie for a second. Um, no, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. I was, I was letting you. I was letting you. <laughs> this, uh, I, I love it, right? Um, it's very complicated. It's, you know, uh, acronyms kind of simplify the message, but man, is that difficult and uh, spoken like a true human behavior specialist. Well, and there's, there's two, you know, I mean, I know there's many types of people, right? But, you know, there's two types of people. There's the people that will just hang back and in their, and emotionally run for cover. And then there's, which is more me. And then there's you that just is like, you know, with the, like the bandito coming out with the, <laughs> the six shooter. Well, hell, especially it. if you can, you know, conceal, <laughs> carry, whatever. Right. I'm just so kidding, with the, course. so with focus, it gives you a framework as to how to, when you're in the middle of a different, difficult conversation or you're just in the middle of a difficult discussion or meeting, it gives you a framework to kind of say, okay, I got to yeah, stay calm. I know. It's, you know, it's I really cool. observe, right? And, um, I know we're kind of, uh, Surrounded, but um, staying in the moment mm-hmm. is um, a challenge to be able to first don't even worry about um, your actions. You're not even ready for actions yet. And that almost supports remaining calm because if you're not calm, you're not going to stay in the moment, right? right? That's true. Pretty good. That's very true. Yeah. Um, and now, um, please understand that when we're in conversation, obviously, if you're in the middle of something and you haven't had the chance to really understand and learn the FOCUS acronym, you're not going to be able to do a lot of this. This works well when you know you're going to have a confrontation with an employee and it, or, or a boss and you want to prepare yourself. And then, then once you start to practice it enough, then you take the tools and, you know, it could be in the middle of a conversation and you're getting heated and the other person's getting heated and you're like, okay, wait a minute, calm myself down. I have to, what's my goal? What do I want to accomplish with all this? Stay in the moment. I mean, all of that will come to you and it's a matter of practice. That's where the NLP comes in. Right. Right. Yeah. It allows you to stay grounded so that you're open so that you can trust yourself to come up with the words. Right. That's right. right. Yeah. That's correct. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Um, so, um, all right, we have a lot to talk about. We want to talk about the book. We want to talk about workplace, outside of the workplace. Uh, we want to talk about bullying, um, which is really a terrible thing. Um, but we ask everyone to please stay patient. We're going to take our first break, and we will be right back. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie, Eva, and our very special guest, behavior specialist, Debbie Silverman. We'll be right back.
CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Human Behavior Specialist Debbie Silverman. She's also the co-author of It's Just a Conversation, What to Say and How to Say It in Business, which we love this topic. And to learn more about does, you can go to www, of course, .consumer-perspective.com. So, you know, I love the conversation that we're having so far, Debbie, and I know what people are thinking. It's like when you're in the middle of a contentious meeting and there's a big bully in the room and you're getting slammed, it's really hard to stay calm. And I'm wondering if you have any tips or techniques or both for when we're in the middle of a meeting and someone is leading the meeting and typically the bully is the boss and how you can stay grounded in the middle of all that. And then how do you speak to that person to a get your point across and B also not be the one that's taking all the fire? Well, those are all very, very good questions and, and they're tough questions because bullying in the workforce, you know, it's, it's got a new name, although this has been going on forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when I, when I just started in business, which was a number of years ago, it wasn't called bullying. It was just called having a difficult boss. Right. And we, well, we had other select words and I'm not going to use them on the radio, <laughs> but we did have other select words for that boss. And, I, I learned early on, and it was very strange. I mean, I'm going to give you a couple examples. When I first started, right out of school, I worked for an advertising agency, and I'm a I'm a tall woman. I'm a, I'm about five eleven, and the woman I was working for was about four eleven on a good day. Okay, mm-hmm. and for some reason, she was totally intimidated by my height, so much so that she would literally stand up on a desk and talk down to me. That was the way that she had to communicate with me. And another thing she would do is when we would walk to meetings, she would either make me walk in front of her or behind her. I couldn't walk next to her. So, you know, I'm right out of school thinking, what the heck is going on here? And I was very upset by it. I thought, oh, is it me? Is it something I'm doing? What can I do about my height? I can't cut my legs off. What am I going to do? So actually, I, I took it a different way and probably a different extreme. I wore heels because, <laughs> 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 you know, it was so ridiculous. It was just so crazy. And obviously that wasn't a conversation. That was just a, uh, you know, that was body language. And that was a physical, conver- physical conversation, I guess you could say, because it was body language and facial expressions and so on. So I fought it a different way. I just went back and gave her more of what she didn't want, you know, and, and of course I probably antagonized her more and that was fine at that point. <laughs> and now growing up and learning a lot of what I've learned, there would be a different way I would approach it. And what I would do now is say, you know, I would say to my boss, I'd say, look, um, obviously you have an issue with me for some reason and I don't understand what it is. And I would like to learn about that. If you can share with me what is what am I what is troubling you that maybe I can help you with. And if she says, Oh, you know, it's not you, it's I just have this thing about height, then I would understand what what's going on. The the point is I would have to ask her. And you have to have the guts to ask. And it and again, it's not always it's not you. It's not even ever you. It's it, sometimes it could be partly you. It's not you. It's it's something else that's going on in their life, in their situation. And this is how other people choose to deal with it, and they bully. 
and they may raise their voice. They may start screaming and yelling. And if that happens, a suggestion would be to say to the person, I would like to carry on this conversation with you in a more private manner, maybe in your office. May I come to your office in 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is. And when you get there, you say to the person, uh, I understand you're under a lot of pressure. We all are. Uh, if you could share with me what is what is troubling you, maybe I can help the situation in some way. Again, you you have to remain calm because the more you're calm, then the other person's going to realize that they're the ones that are out of control, and then that'll force them to maybe calm down as well. Hmm. So it, there are a lot of different tactics. There are a lot of different things, and you say, well, what can we do if you're in the middle of a conversation and it heats up like that? The best thing I could suggest is really just to, to learn the acronym FOCUS, really understand what it stands for, and while, while that person is ranting and raving, if you can quickly think in your mind, how do I want this, how, what, what is the outcome I want for this? And if it's to keep your job, if it's to get a raise or whatever it might be, have that in your mind, okay? And then to listen and observe and listen to what the other person is saying. And don't jump on them. When somebody, when you're in a heated argument and somebody makes, is talking and talking and talking and then you want to say something, give them four seconds before you jump in. It's the four second rule. And that allows the other person to stop talking or stop whatever their thoughts are. Okay, and it also shows respect. Even if you don't have respect for that person, it shows that you do. So then you, then you would say what you want to say and in a calm way, and if you are listening to the other person and you have questions, ask those questions. It's okay. It's okay to ask the questions. And if you're making a point and you're thinking, well, you know, the other person may not understand me, then say something like, I'm sure you have some questions. What can I answer for you? Instead of saying, do you have any questions? Because a lot of people at that point will say, no, I don't have any questions. Leave me alone. <laughs> so right. say, what, what questions do you have and may I help you with them? Well, repeat I, the four-second rule again because I think that's worth repeating. The four-second rule is when somebody is making a point, don't just jump in and say your thoughts. Count to four in your mind and then make your point because sometimes the person may not be done with their thought. Yeah, yeah, and I like that, and I like that it shows respect. And it reminds me of a passage from your book where you talk about the Godfather, which I thought was really funny because when we were working in New York together, when Charlie and I were working in New York together, that's all they could ever talk about when we would be in. The we got to hit him. We got to hit him when we got the muscle. <laughs> you would always say, "What was it?" It's just like when Clemenza would do blah blah blah. But what you were basically saying in the book was it was. It was the um, conversation that Michael was having with Mo Green in, I think it was Vegas, mm-hmm. and um, and that as Mo Green got more agitated, Michael got calmer. He had the focus framework. On right, he absolutely had the right. focus framework on his lap. Yeah. So, right. and, and I love that about first of all letting the other person speak, showing them respect, but also remaining calm at all times. I mean, I think most people don't do that. I think that they want to jump in, they want to defend, they want to attack, they want to do everything except say state yeah. calm. That's right. That's right. And and I think a big issue a reason why we all jump in very quickly because we want to defend ourselves is again we think that the person is attacking us personally. And that's not the case. Think of it as they're attacking the situation and you just happen to be part of the situation. You know, it's really hard though to think like that especially if they're saying something about your work or they're attacking Or just do it their way. Yeah, or just do it their way. It's really tough to to pull yourself out of it and say, okay, they're just attacking the situation and not me personally because, boy, sometimes it feels worse. Well, here's what I think, Mike, um, with what Debbie is sharing with us. um, It kind of raises the bar on our performance Mm -hmm. as well. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we talk about in our seminars that we're leading now with our behavior and that raises the bar. If we can stay in that framework, it won't be as hard. Right. 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 That's the challenge. Um, uh, trust <laughs> is a big thing. Right. Um, and uh, let me just share with the listeners, you know, we always 
like the fact that we meet most, if not all of our guests. Mm-hmm. And when we met you, Debbie, um, the, the message was so related to what we also stand for that we knew we had a match. And then, um, looking at what you left with us that, and I, I want to refer to the, to the big red package. I'm saying my first reaction was, if someone cares this much mm-hmm. about uh, what we want to have to remember her and, and understand what her message is, um, this is someone that has a, a message that we all need to hear. Yeah, right? I completely agree. Uh, sorry Thank we had to you. wait so long. Um, but, no, I, I love it. Um, uh, this is really good. I love the four seconds. So we're ready. We have one takeaway. We have one takeaway. Well, we have more than one takeaway because I like also what you said about you know, seeing if you can take that conversation offline and going into their office. And that takes some confidence on our part. You know, so there's a little work to be done prior to having these conversations. Because like you said in the beginning, you know, you were, you were fresh out of college and you had this woman and I'm, I myself, I'm 5'11, but I used to work with all men. So I used to wear four inch heels and it was great. Um, and I, <laughs> and then I just looked intimidating without ever having to open my mouth because the reality was I was scared to death, but I never opened my mouth and I just looked so intimidating in my eighties power suits and my foreign shields that everybody was just like, Oh, she must know what she's talking 80s. about. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when we're, when we're in the conversation and we're, we've gotten to the office you know, are there, is there anything else that we should know when we're, when you're working with a bully? Because a bully tends to be someone that, you know, by the technical term, definitely doesn't have a lot of self-esteem. So is there anything else that we should do besides just asking questions to at least kind of soften the conversation? Nice tone. Thank you. Yes. Yes, there is. And first of all, I, I truly um, believe from my experience and so on that Bullies are bullies because they're not listen. People don't listen to them when they open mm. their mouths. They're they're ignored. Something's going on that happened to them a long time ago, whether it was with their parents, a teacher, whatever it might have been, and they felt the only way that they could be heard was if they start bullying. So if you turn that around and you understand that they're looking for attention, basically, and they start ranting and raving, you know, at you for whatever reason. And, and you don't know what to do first. If the first thing to do, I would say, is remain calm again. You know, the calmer you are, mm-hmm. that should have an effect on them. The second thing I would do is say to them, "I I want to help you. I know that you. I know that you're struggling with something. What can I do to help you?" And if you ask it that way. They'll also back off. They're like, well, what do you mean help me? Nobody's offered to help me before. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> You're going to disarm you. them. Right. You're going to disarm them. And so there are a lot of different techniques. I, and I, again, I understand it. When you're in the heat of the moment, it's not always easy to remember to do all these things. So you pick one or two that you can practice. And I would even do it in, in practice in the mirror, you know, just practice role playing or something with somebody. Or, or if you have an opportunity and you know, like, for example, you're going into work and you know it's going to be a difficult day because for whatever reason your boss said, we need to talk, which is that right away your, your hackles go up, right? You're hearing, you're like, mm-hmm. oh no, I don't want to hear that one. We need to talk. And so if you can prepare yourself at all before the meeting and if you can do the focus acronym, you know, what do you want the outcome to be? And you may not know what the topic is. It's just we we want to, we need to talk. So see if you can turn it around by asking questions. If you you know if, if the person is going on and on and on, well you should you should have done this. You should have done that. It's they play, they're they're playing the blame game. And you you at that point the person should say to the the boss or whomever it is, what is what did I do? Can you be specific? Ask them for specifics. Ask them to really tone it down and say, well, I, I can't function. If you're going to yell at me, it's not going to work. I, I turn off. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. I mean, you can admit to that. 
thing. When oh, that's terrific. I mean, those are all terrific points, and and that's going to be really helpful when you get in a conversation because those conversations are so difficult. But we're about to take our second break, so stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Debbie Silverman. We'll be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on TalkZone. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Segment three, you know, during the break we had that that soundbite was a bully. Sounded like a bully speaking on the phone. Um, And we are... um, Speaking with Debbie Silverman. Debbie is a human behavior specialist. Boy, don't we need that, right? <laughs> He's president of Consumer Perspective, which is a consumer research company and also a two-time Effie Award winner for marketing excellence. Can I just um, change the topic for a, section, a, sesh, a second and tell me what exactly is an Effie? Oh, an Effie is um, it's a marketing award that's... that's uh, uh, recognized in the advertising business, and it's a lot of clients will enter to get an Effie award, and if they do, then uh, you're, then the agency is recognized for whatever work they did for them to help the marketing. Excellent. Um, uh, so, guys, I mean, uh, contact Debbie at consumer-perspective.com. This is, she's a teammate in your corner that will allow you to soar, right? Absolutely. Um, and I want to talk more about the book, but see, we get to cheat, Debbie. We get to um, learn selfishly from what you say, and sometimes we go off topic. Um, uh, you, That's okay. We were, <laughs> we were talking about bullying, and I agree that the term used to be called aggressive or crazy or whatever boss um, and I'm not sure difficult boss. Difficult boss, sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure the terms fits today because we set we tend to equate bullying with, you know, like Butch from the little rascals. And in the workplace, that of course is true. Uh, at times and not acceptable, of course, but it's also like we're talking about conversations, aggressiveness, uh doing what I say. Only can't get a word in. Can't get a word in edgewise, and this framework is just unbelievable and um, priceless to own. Um, You know, we were talking about basically it's been one-sided from the boss down. Um, We also have to practice what we preach too upwards, right? I mean, when we communicate up, it doesn't have to be a a a crucial or a, a confrontation. But we have to kind of be proactive so we don't wait until the last minute to hear from the boss who just can't take it anymore, right? Right. So Absolutely, what you, yes. Yeah, we, we also need the confidence. You, you need the confidence. And uh, if, you're, if you're even dealing with other employees or if you're working with a boss, and maybe it's not the top boss, it's maybe your boss went up above you or something. Mm-hmm. If you ask for someone's help, it goes a long way. And it doesn't show weakness. It just shows that you're part of the team and that you want, you need that person's help. And that's okay. That's actually good in life in general. It's okay to ask for somebody's help. And people actually like it when you ask them. And they'll normally give like nine out of ten times, they'll do what you ask them to help you with. Yeah, interesting. And I agree 100%, Debbie, that, and Eva always says this too, everything is connected. What you're basically sharing with us is 
workplace independent. It's outside of the workplace also, but it definitely um, is appropriate and can be applied inside the workplace, which we miss, right? We go to work, we fight. We're still alive. Okay, we come home, you know. (laughs) Now, uh, with this book, I think we have the skills and and I don't want to say ammunition, but the skills that we need to communicate. Well, absolutely, because what happens is, is you know that you want to stand up for yourself or you know you want to share an idea that you have or you want to do whatever. You want to become more visible in the workplace, right? But sometimes you just don't have the framework as to how to do that or you don't know what to say or you don't know what the right thing to say is. And so the book really helps with that. It, it does. Okay, and again, uh, Debbie, so tell us about the book. Um, can we get this? Can we order this from your website? Uh, you, if you, if you, uh, go to, yes, if you go to Debbie at consumer-perspective.com and you send me an email that you want to order the book, you can order it through me and I will be happy to autograph it if you'd like. And if you want to go through Amazon, you can get it through Amazon. And if you want a Kindle version, it's also in Kindle. And one other place you can get it is if you go to Barnes and Noble and request the book. They will send it to you. They'll print it on demand as well. So it's it's one of those, or you can get, as I said, or you can get it through me. I can send you the hard copy as well. Um, selfishly, I like that last uh, option because it establishes a connection with you as a teammate. Oh, you mean I going would, through I would yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, 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 that's what we need, everyone, right? I mean, and I'm looking at this book again. We get the cheat, and there's some things in here that. Um, you know, Debbie, they're really cool. I mean, you include links to worksheets. Um, yeah. It's and everything is a case study with tips. I mean, this is this is really um, a fantastic book, mm-hmm. right? I mean, excellent, excellent work. Um, I think, uh, believe me, uh, I'm, I'm all in with this because I, I, I think it's what's needed most. You know, we're all good at what we do, um, but this type of communication was never taught in the workplace. No, it really wasn't. And so actually I have a question, Debbie. I'm going to go a little bit off of off topic right now and ask, so let's say you want to promote yourself at work, right? Mm-hmm. You want to become more visible at work. What's a good way of doing that without becoming like the know-it-all or the off? Well, uh, again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to, even though this isn't a conversation, it's a thought process, I would go back to the FOCUS acronym. And the F is finish first. What is the goal you want? What do you want to promote yourself on? What do you want to be known as? Are you an expert in something? You know, so write it down. Write these things down so that you know where you want your conversation to go or, or whatever it is that you're going to do to promote yourself. And then, oh, again, observe um, what's going on around you, observe issues, listen to, to conversations, listen to, to how bosses talk about issues. And if you're somebody who can go in and fix that for them, that's great. And you need to get that word out, even though you and your boss know it, other people need to know it as well. And then see, of course, say, stay calm and clarify you be in addition to understand what's being said, it's also be unique. You is be unique mm-hmm. and as to stay in the moment. So if you write down different parts of that, okay, and on what that means to you, and you're talking about, well, how do I promote myself at work? Okay. One of my one of my philosophies is say yes and figure out how later. <laughs> so that helps you get promoted at work because if you say yes to everything, even though it's it's totally not your job description, it's somebody else's, it, or maybe it's on the low end of the totem pole and it's not what you do, it's not my job description, you know, say yes and figure it out and do it anyway. Because it's, sometimes it's the little things that bosses really take uh, notice of. And if you go out of your way and show them that you're there for the little things and they can always count on you, they're going to count on you for the big things. Yeah. So to promote I mean, even yourself, just, even just um, conversation. So in my focus framework, um, what do I want to accomplish? I want to let others know 
that I'm a teammate and I'm there for them. You know, you could put it in that perspective so you don't have to come out with a specific agenda of when to interrupt, you know, mm, mm-hmm. you just want to be there as a teammate even. And I think that's a strategy yes, that and when this you- conversation and this book helps with, right? It promotes likability even. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So let's say that, you know, you are one of the go-to people, but yet you have a hard time communicating. I think you have some some tips for helping people gain confidence in a conversation. Because a lot of people shy away from having, you know, important conversations because they have a hard time communicating. It's not worth it. That's what they say. Right. right? It's not worth it because they just don't feel confident. They get a little nervous. Yes. And there's actually an excellent NLP technique can take themselves through this. And and it's basically, um, it's, it's all about, you know, when, when somebody says, oh, I'm going to just ignore that, it'll go away, or I don't need to do that, it's not important, or whatever it is. When It's like saying, don't look at the pink elephant in the room. And what <laughs> happens is you focus more on that, right? Right. So, so when, you're in a converse, when you're in a situation where you're maybe fearful of something, or you just don't want to have the conversation because you feel like, oh, what's the point? I don't have the energy. I just don't want to do this. The technique is this. It's you thank yourself or you, thank, you say thank you for the blank, for whatever it is, the fear, the issue, the, the, stress, the stress feeling you have, whatever it might be. So it's thank you for the stress in my life and for showing me there's an issue. I now release the root cause of this stress for my health and well-being. And you take a deep breath and you blow it out and you release it. And you keep saying that to yourself over and over and over until you feel you've moved the needle. So like even before you start, you might say to yourself, where am I on a, on a 1 to 10 scale? How, how big of an issue is this? And the closer to 10, you'll know that you have more work to do. And so you keep saying, thank you for the stress in my life and for showing me there is an issue. I now release the root cause of this stress for my health and well-being. And you take a deep breath and you blow it out. And you, you repeat that a few times until in your mind you could say, oh, now I'm at a level of like a two or a three. And it's not going to bother you anymore. And then all of a sudden what happens is it opens up your mind to be more creative and to handle a situation in a way that maybe you never would have imagined before. It gives you the confidence as well. Oh, that's terrific, yeah. And, you know, I think sometimes people think that in order to get through a fear, it has to be very complicated. And really, you just need to get at the root cause of it and release it. That's right. Yes. It's terrific. Uh, so this is great. We're having a great conversation, but we're about to take our third break. So okay. when we come back, we'll talk some more about NLP and we'll talk some more about difficult conversations. Boy, do we in corporate need uh, human behavior training. It's unbelievable. Yes, we really do. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is Debbie Silverman. We'll be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization, regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and our guest today is human behavior specialist, Debbie Silverman. She's also the co-author of It's Just a Conversation, What to Say and How to Say It in Business, which we love this topic. And to learn more about does, you can go to www, of course, consumer-perspective.com. Debbie, before we move on, how does NLP work to get rid of the fear of getting at the root cause? Okay. NLP stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Neuro is our mind. 
Linguistic are the words that we use, whether it's self-talk or the words we use when we express ourselves. And um, P is uh, programming. So it's it's your mind, again, the programming that's gone on. It's like a computer, all the programming that's been put in from ages zero to seven. Anything that's impacted our lives is all programmed into us. So that's all part of what NLP is. Now, to to answer your question about how to release the fear or how to release the stress or whatever it might be, the techniques work because what we're doing is we're allowing our minds to relax for a moment in the sense that we're saying it's okay to use different words. It's okay to change the programming around. And if you allow yourself to do that, then you can make the changes and and see a benefit from it. And you can release those issues, whether it's fear or stress or dealing with a, a, an unhappy boss or an unhappy spouse. It can be for anything. Oh, it's a great tool, and it's and it's a fast tool that will really help people when they're experiencing fear in the workplace especially because so many times we get stressed out, and this is an, a, a fast way to bring that stress level down. So that's terrific. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. And, you're welcome. You know, so kind of moving on in the conversation, when you're looking at negotiating, so a lot of times in the workplace – we actually have to negotiate. You're negotiating around your career or you're negotiating even if you're in sales with a client. So what tips do you have around negotiating? Well, if you're negotiating with a client, and uh, my, my first recommendation would be to negotiate in person if you can. If you can't do it in person, do it by phone. And if you can't do it by phone, see if you can do, um, I mean, I don't like to do emails because you really don't know what the other person is thinking and you have to go back and forth. There's lag time. And Spoken so like a true behavior specialist. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> so really, if you're going to negotiate and it's important, it's something that's important, I would say make the time, make, make an arrangement to do it in person. You can do Skype if you want to, you know, if you can't be in person, you can still see the person's body uh, language and their facial expressions, which is very important when you're negotiating. So use Skype if you have to, and then and then again, you know, phone if you have to if you can't use Skype. So there are a couple of choices there that you can use, and uh, just just it, what's important is not so much what they're saying as what they're not saying, and that goes to the uh, unspoken conversation or their body language and facial expressions. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's terrific. Oh boy, yeah. So how do we learn about that? Body language, yeah. That's the next book. Well, well, you know, here here are some simple tips. Here are some quick tips. If you're negotiating with a client, or even a boss for that matter, if you're negotiating, if you can, if you're in person, and you can, and you're like, there's a table there or something, or chairs, whatever it might be, sit on the same side as the person that you're negotiating with. Because that shows that there's some kind of connection there. If you're on the other side of the table looking at each other, that's kind of like you're setting up a combat zone. So if you can do it next to each other, that's really important. Because then the person's guard will come down too. And it'll make it easier for you to get what you're, what you're looking for. Uh, and I would say before you start any negotiation, go through your focus. I was just going to say that. I, I'll be on now. I have a secret weapon, mm. right? <laughs> it's, it's perfect. Um, and here's here's another quick tip when you're negotiating. You know, like I gave you the uh, four-second rule in regular mm-hmm. conversations. For negotiating, is actually a 10-second rule. Oh. And what you do with negotiating is you make your point and shut up and let the other person say or do whatever they want. Let them go on and on and on and on and on. Because the point is, if you have to keep going on and on and on, then you're not going to get what you're looking for. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's really hard, <laughs> especially when, when nerves start kicking in, right? You just want to keep going on and on and on and on. And so that I think that is so key, the, the staying calm and having those four-second and the 10-second rule, the whole 10-second rule about say what you're going to say and then shut up. Yes. Because that, that's yes. huge. That's huge. Stop talking. Stop yourself. Because don't you yes. find that sometimes people will talk talk the other person out of whatever it is they're trying to sell them? Well, that's exactly the point. That's exactly right. And so, and what, what it does, too, is if you make your point and then stop talking, 
the other person will feel very uncomfortable with the silence. So they're forced to give in or say, okay, well, yeah, let, let's do it that way, or let's, yeah, fine, I'll give you the extra money or whatever you want, because they feel <laughs> uncomfortable. So that's, yes, and, and it works every time. I remember uh, recently I was, I was having a conversation with my uh, videographer. She did some editing for me, and we had an agreement on price originally, and then she decided to, to, to take things upon herself and do something for me that she thought I would like, which was fine except that it was more money, and she never told me about it. So I made the point of what she originally said to me, and I stopped talking. And I counted. It went way beyond 10. It, we were at 60 seconds because <laughs> she was playing the game too. And and it stopped, and we stopped, and uh, then finally she jumped in again. And she said, well, you know, I guess I could do this. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I knew in my mind how I wanted it to go, so I was able to you know, push it that way a little bit. Now, I love that, but I mean, 60 seconds, that's a long pause. I don't think that oh, you could, eternity. I don't think you would have been able to handle that one, Charlotte. Uh, no, I would have surrendered. <laughs> you would have surrendered. I said, Debbie, I have to retake the course. <laughs> but, uh, you know, all kidding aside, right? I mean, um, I, I'm saying it again. I'm going through this book. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. So Debbie, so we only have, a, we have like one minute left. So in that one minute, why don't you go through what focus is again? Because I think that's such a key concept. I think it'd be good to just kind of reiterate. What okay. It means. I want to go through that. And I also want to offer your listeners a special uh, uh, offer. Okay. Yes. So focus is finish first. What's the outcome you want? O is to observe and listen. C is remain calm and to clarify, ask questions. U is be unique and understand that what's being said is not about you, it's about the situation. And S, which is also very important, stay in the moment. And I would like to offer your listeners a complimentary session with me to deal with an uneasy business conversation or if they have a business question in general that they would like, I would work with them on that. This is a $250 value. And if they're interested, please text me at 954-610-1403 and text me and say, I want more, and include your name and your phone number. So again, it's uh, text me at 954-610-1403 and say, I want more, and include your name and your number. Um, that is very nice of you. So That's thank really you. Really nice of you. Um, so and thank you. With the uh, wonderful benefit of internet radio, uh, we share this link over time going forward. So um, you know, a lot more people will hear this than we think. So this is really terrific, Debbie. Um, I we love the book. I'm all in on the book. Um, I love the fact that. You make it seem so easy because I guess that's your knowledge, right? Behavior specialist. And it's something we all need. I think this was really good. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Well, thank, you. thank you so much, Debbie. Yep. Have a great thank day. You. And we will uh, hopefully have you back very soon. Thanks. I'd like that. Thank you. Excellent. Okay. Take care. Um, man, oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm going to go through this book some more. I'm looking at it. It's got tips. It's got links. It's got questions and answers. It's it's reference. I love it. Yeah, we definitely could have gone on for another hour because there's a lot of conversations that people are We need to text uh, 954-610-1403. Text that I want more with your name and phone number. And to learn more about Debbie, you can go to her website at consumer-perspective.com. Debbie so, is a teammate. Thank you so much, everyone. It was a great week. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we'll see you next Monday. Take care. 